When you're young, not much matters. When you find something that you care about, then that's all you got. Daylight savings is upon us, people. It's going to get dark at like 4.30 in the afternoon. It's going to feel like, whoo I mean, that's how you know winter's coming, like when all the holidays start coming. It start getting darker earlier. Daylight savings is this, this tomorrow, actually. What the fuck is today's the, oh yeah, November 7th. Well, would you look at that? Um, welcome, everybody, to episode 9. Um, yeah, I got off on a tangent there for my daylight savings thing. But welcome to episode 9 of the 416 podcast. I'm Adam Hughes. Um, yeah, daylight savings is on Sunday. Um, I don't know how my sleep schedule is going to feel about that one. Be like, nah, man. Nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. But yeah, daylight savings. I don't know why daylight savings was ever a thing. I tried to look the history of daylight savings up and I was not at all amused by it. I was just like, eh, whatever. But yeah, daylight savings is this Sunday, November 7th. Turn your clocks back at like 2 a.m. I did stay up the one year, I think it was two years ago, I stayed up, I had like a bonfire and I had friends over, and I stayed up past what would be two o'clock in the morning, I was up at like two o'clock in the morning, and I'm watching my phone, and then all of a sudden, like, or I was like on my phone, and then all of a sudden, I, like on my lock screen, somebody texted me, all of a sudden, it goes from 159 so instead of turning 2 o'clock, it jumped back an hour. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? What kind of sorcery is this? So I'm like, oh, shit, it's daylight savings. But I didn't know, like, that's how that shit freaked me out. I was like, whoa, like, this is so cool. Like, um, you ever seen, I forget what movie it's from. It's like a, it's a Disney movie, but it's like, whoa, this is so cool. I think it's Finding Nemo. But he's like, oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, that that that's how I was feeling. I was like, this is so awesome. And I was like, wow, okay. I don't know. <laughs> this is not the way to start a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a dork. I don't care. But we got a lot of things going on today. Um, a lot of things happened this week. Uh, a lot of in the world of sports. Um, and a lot in the world of music as well. We had um, Rolling Loud last week, uh, last weekend, excuse me, Halloween weekend. Um, and we had a lot of stuff come this week with like uh, Kanye was on Drink Champs on Thursday night. Um, uh, I'll talk about the Astro World Festival that just broke the news that just broke this morning. Um, and sports stuff, we'll get into the NFL, Braves. Uh, winning the World Series, we'll get through all of that. Um, but first, I want to start off. I had mentioned last week, uh, since I recorded the pod a day earlier, that I was going to be in Washington D.C. for the weekend, um, and I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, shout out to my boys Eric, Smitty, Rob, Zach, and Tristan and Bill. Um, it was a fun weekend, you guys. Um, thank you for inviting me and. I had a really, really good time, so um, I just want to shout them out, um, only because those are the only people that were there, um, but it was fun. We went, did uh, we? Had, there was a bar crawl, and we all dressed up. My boy Eric and Bill and I did uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie, um, which was which was actually kind of dope. It was really, really cool. Um, it came out pretty well, the three of us dressing up. Um, 
But we only went to like five bar. I think five bars throughout the re- the uh, the whole night. Um, or the whole it started at two in the afternoon. So throughout the rest of that day, from like a five hour, five and a half hour period, from like two thirty to seven thirty is when we ended up getting back to my boy's apartment. Was um, it? We hit five bars and then a Wawa. Um, the Wawa I think was probably the best part. There was a club though that had like a a replica NBA Larry O'Brien trophy. And we were tempted to like try and take it, but you know, security was like, nah, like, like, all right, fuck off, bro. Like, we're just trying to. And then there was this dude. We're waiting outside, like the sixth bar that we're going into, bro. And there's this dude that's like walking past with his friend. Now his friend is completely sober, not completely sober, but like sober enough to no, like to not be a dickhead. Um, but this other dude who was on the phone, the dude's in like a Viking cap and then like a Penn State, uh, Saquon Barkley jersey. And my boy Rob goes, Saquon Barkley, right? This dude turns around, this, this drunk ass dude turns around. We got a problem, bruh. We got, we got a problem, bruh. Bruh. Like, what's the problem, bruh? I was like, what the fuck? So I'm thinking we, we're gonna have to beat the shit out of this dude didn't happen but like if push came to shove like we were beating the shit out of this dude so anyway like are you we got a problem bro and my boy rob goes no no i'm like the saquon jersey right what what if it is a saquon jersey bro did you go to state did you go to state did you go to penn state bro and we're like no we went to Rutgers. i mean i didn't go to Rutgers, but they were like oh we went to Rutgers. oh, oh bro like we beat your ass every year in football like, you got to go to state, bro. Like, I want to state. Like, you know, no, do we got a problem, bro? And I'm like, bro, this dude is just going in a fucking circle. Like, oh, my God. So eventually his friend was like, nah, man, we're sorry. We're sorry. Goes along. Dude was an absolute dickhead. But we would have beaten the shit out of him. There was like six, seven of us. We would have absolutely just dome piece this dude. Um, but shout out to my boys. Um, it was a fun weekend. Um a lot of a lot of alcohol flowing and um, some good time, some good memories were made this this uh, that that last weekend. So um, shout out to all of them. Um, so that was my weekend in D.C. and that's why I recorded the pod today earlier. Um, everybody's text me, "You're recording on a Friday and releasing on a Friday." I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be driving the most of the fucking day, so I can't like record while I drive, um, and I can't record Saturday because that was the bar call." So. Um, so yeah, it was a good weekend. Um, hope all of your weekends, Halloween weekends were, were fun. Um, I saw a lot of friends of mine on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, just having a good time, Halloween parties. And, um, if they had kids, um, shout out to all the, uh, young parents out there, all the people that I know that are young parents out there. Shout out to you guys getting your, um, your sons or your daughters dressed up in their, some, some of them, their first Halloween's. Some of them, their second Halloween's, like, you know, they're a year old and then you know, depending on when their birthday falls, like dressing up in their little costumes. It was the cutest thing ever. Like, I just want to shout that all the young parents out there who um, dressed their kids up this year. Um, it just looked like, you know, we were trying to well, going back like last year. We didn't really have it was really depressing last year. I think all of la- all the holidays last year were kind of depressing because of the pandemic. Um but I think this year might be a little bit better. We're just inching towards that nostalgic. Um, and I think um, 
I've said this many times to myself, and I was having a conversation with my parents the other day, like, all these holidays kind of don't hit the same, at least for me, I'm 22 years old, I'll be 23 in April, and these holidays just don't hit the same, if that makes any sense. So I think we're trying to like, with, you know, if we have younger siblings or younger, um, like nieces or nephews, or if we have kids, I think we're just trying to bring that out just to make it better for the kids. And in the process of that, it's, oh, okay, we we get to feel a little kid like ourselves, but like, I'll do kid like things like come, um, come Christmas time, like I'll be that kid. I'll be that person that sits in their room, puts their, like the little LED, I have LED lights in my room. I'll put the green LED, green and red, like back and forth, like slowly back and forth. And then like, I'll put a Christmas movie on, get some hot chocolate, some cookies, and I'll sit my ass in front of the TV and watch Christmas movies all day or like for half the day. Like I'll do that shit. Um, just to make me feel like a kid again. Cause you know, it's fucking depressing being an adult. Um, or at least doing adult type things. Um, but like I said, hope everybody had a great Halloween weekend. Um, it's the holiday season, baby. Um, I don't know when Christmas officially starts. Um, for some people it's November 1st. Uh, shout out to my friend Allie. She Snapchatted me yesterday. She, uh, she's in Iowa right now for school for her, uh, doing her master's program. So shout out to her for that. Um, she sent me a snap. She sent me a Snapchat and posted on her Snapchat story of her decorating her um her apartment for Christmas, and I thought that was the sweetest thing ever. I was like, "There we go, <laughs> we're getting into the holiday spirit." It's November third or November fifth or whatever it was, whatever yesterday, November fifth. Fuck it, let's do it. And she was like debating. She was like texting a whole bunch of us. It was like, "Should I decorate? Should I not decorate?" And we're like, "Fuck it, decorate." Fuck it, decorate your apartment for Christmas. Like, you got fucking corn out there. It's not like you're getting snow out in Iowa anytime soon. It's still, from as far as I know, it's still fucking hot out there. It just got starting to get in bricks out here. Like, it was bricks all week here. I say bricks like I'm from fucking... <laughs> I'm saying bricks like I'm from fucking New York. But, nah, it's, it's fucking bricks out here. Uh, it was 32 degrees this morning when I woke up. It was 32 degrees yesterday when I had to go to work. Um... But yeah, it's um, it. I don't think it's too early. I mean, I heard all I want for Christmas is you in November first in Target. Like I'm like, oh fuck, like they're really pushing Christmas on us now. It's re- it's happening now. Um, but shout out to my friend Allie. Um, I know she's homesick. I know my boy Eric's homesick. There, um, there he was the one I visited in D.C. So you guys will be home sooner than sooner than you know. Um, and we'll all get together and be, it'll be awesome. Um, uh, so I hope everybody had a good week. Um, and I hope everybody's having a good weekend this weekend. Um, tomorrow will be my boy Tristan's birthday. So I want to shout him out. Shout out Tristan. His birthday is tomorrow. Um, but obviously I'll be recording this today, so I won't be able to wish him a happy birthday on the podcast on his actual birthday, but shout out, early, happy early birthday, um, so shout out to him, and you know, we got, it's just like, I gotta start doing this more, like shouting people out, I don't do it enough, it took me like nine episodes to figure out, yo, you should shout your people out, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, this is, this is a work in progress, this podcast, 
it's literally off the cuff and you know we're rolling with it that's that's how we're doing it um yeah shout out to my boy tristan happy early birthday buddy um i'll see you later today um so it'll be it'll be dope um so like i said i hope everybody's having a good week everybody's had a good weekend so far um we're gonna jump into sports um nfl week i forget what week we're at fucking what are we week eight all i know is i'm like back and forth in fantasy um Derrick Henry got fucking... See, I was talking about Derrick Henry last week being the MVP, and what the hell happened? He fucking hurt his foot, and now he's out for four, five, six, seven weeks. I'm like, damn. So now there goes my MVP odds. Um, good thing I didn't bet on that. Um, so week... We're in week nine. Okay. <laughs> week eight. Um, the Eagles absolutely destroyed the, the Detroit Lions. We should have their horrible... Listen, if you if you're a sports fan and your team's struggling right now, like the Eagles, you could always be a Detroit Lions fan, and I pray for those. Excuse me, Detroit Lions fans, or you could be a Jets fan too. Um, you're down to your third string quarterback now, um, and you get absolutely a. Abl- Don't let the score fool you. Forty five to thirteen. I mean, that's still kind of a blowout, but still, like at one point it was like forty five to ten. Like you know, don't let the score fool you. Um, the Colts pulled. I watched. Part of the third quarter, and then Carson Wentz, you know, 22 of 30, 272 for three touchdowns. Like, you know, a slight work against the Jets. Um, sorry, I'm still recovering from a uh, from a little sinus thing. Um, so this week we got um, Chiefs-Packers, which would have been an awesome-ass game, except for that now Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Um and he just fucked up my, a lot of people's fantasy teams. On top of that, um, he fucked up a good game, which would have been Mahomes versus Rodgers. But now, you know, he's got to, you know, whatever. It's not, you know, it's not my place to speak on it. Um, I mean, it is my place to speak on it, but I don't really care. It's Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't play for my team. I don't really care. Um, then you got Cardinals, 49ers, Titans, Rams, Sunday Night Football. That should be a good game. Uh, you got Adrian Peterson returning. He'll be on the uh, Titans. I don't know. Let me see if he's going to be able to start. I believe he will um, since he got signed last week or earlier this week. Um, a lot of Rams out. I'm looking at the uh, the injury report here um, for that game. But And then Eagles, Chargers at 4.05. It's going to be an interesting game, and it's going to be a game where um, it's going to have to be one that, you know, Jalen Hurts has to step up this this week. I mean, he had the running game go for him last week. He didn't even throw, I don't even think, more than 14 times he threw the ball. So um, he had a kind of a light week where he didn't have to do very much. Um, but he's going to have to do more this week, I think. Um, because it's it's a better team. It's a much better team. This is a playoff team. This is a team that I think is going to win the AFC West. Because um, I don't think the Chiefs are. I think the Chiefs are kind of mediocre right now, and I think they will be for the rest of the season. They have a hard schedule coming up, so um, I think the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. So this is a potential. This is a playoff team that we're that we're playing this week. Um, so he's going to have to step up. Sirianni's going to have to have a good game plan like he did last week. And we're just going to have to execute. It's a home game. I just read a tweet today that, you know, Eagles fans get three extra hours of tailgating. This place is going to be rocking. The link is going to be rocking. It's going to be cold. 
It's going to feel like November football. It's going to feel like Philadelphia football. So we're going to have to go out there and execute. And, you know, we're planting the... <laughs> the flowers have been planted. Let's see if they'll sprout Nick Sirianni with his dumbass analogies. But that was actually kind of funny. But the memes all week. But essentially, the flowers have been planted. And we'll just see if they're going to... Sp- if they're going to sprout, if they're going to blossom this week. In the wise words of Nick Sirianni, if I'm sipping water and that annoys you, I, I, I'm so sorry, I don't care. Um, anyway, um, so from the games that are on Sunday to news outside of um, Sunday, Henry Ruggs was released by the Las Vegas Raiders as much, I almost said the Oakland Raiders, but... Uh, I'm going to look up the uh, the actual article to see. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, the uh, yeah, so he's he they got re- he got released by the Raiders. Obviously, um, he was involved in a car crash early Tuesday morning. It left a um, oh I didn't know it. there was a dog in the car. Holy shit! A 23 year old woman and her dog dead in the car. I didn't know there was a dog in there. God rest that both of their souls the the dog and and the the girl and the woman um so he's facing um felony driving under the influence resulting in a death restless driving and now apparently this was breaking this morning i think or last night uh he's facing an additional two felony charges with a misdemeanor um, involved in the fiery car crash on Tuesday. Um, so he was released on $150,000 bail. Um, he gave up his passport. He, his maximum, um, years of prison that he could be facing is 46 years. Um, I think he's going to get a deal obviously because he's an, he's a professional athlete and normally professional athletes get deals. Uh, Michael Vick, with the dog fighting, I think he got like two or three years in jail and then he ended up coming back into the league. The Eagles had him. We know how that went. Um, it went pretty well. You know, we went to the playoffs every year that we had him, and we almost got to the NFC championship game. I think we did get to the NFC championship game the one year, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Um, but I think, he knows that he fucked up. Like he knows, I think now he, well, obviously he knows he fucked. He was going 156, 155 miles an hour in Las Vegas, which people initially was like, why was he going 156 miles an hour? If you go out West, I've never been out West, but I know people that live out there. Um, My uncle lives out in Colorado and he goes, if you drive anywhere out West, it's open roads. It's literally like, if you're from New Jersey, listening to this, it's like if you go down the Garden State Parkway and it's just trees, or the New Jersey Turnpike, and it's just trees upon trees upon trees, to the left and right of you, you go down a county road and it's all trees, take that, widen the road a little bit, so it's like a two-lane highway, but it's literally desert on either side of you, nothing within sight, no, and maybe a couple gas stations here or there, but that's it. It's just land, mountains, land, desert, every, everywhere. So it makes sense that he would have been driving that fucking fast, especially if he was under the influence. 
Um, and excuse me, this is week two of where I record my podcasts, and there's cars going by as we're talking about this. Um, please excuse the cars going by if you can hear it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm not surprised that he went that fast. It's that he went that fast and then got into an accident. And then killed somebody as a result of that. He didn't, on impact, kill her, and he had no intentions of killing her. But as we all know, in these DUI cases, it's not meant that someone dies. It just so happens someone gets hurt and dies. So, in that said, I'm not going to sit there. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he needs to go to jail for life and this, that, and the other. Somebody did die as a result of the crash. That will be taken into account. My guess if I had to guess how much time he will face, is probably around four to six years. Um, I think the rest of his NFL career is fucked. Uh, I don't think he'll play in the league again. By the time he's 20, let's see, how old is Henry Ruggs? I think he's 23. He's 22. So he's the same age as me. He's 22 years old. So five years from now, he could be 27, 28. He still could come back to the league. But by that time, he'll be. I I think he'll, his career's over. I think his career is over, um, which is a shame because he was one of the young wide receivers in this league that I enjoyed. I think everybody enjoyed watching. He's a great kid. He's a nice kid. Um, you know, he's friends with Devontae Smith, who's the Eagles wide receiver. They were teammates at Alabama. Um, I haven't heard if Nick Saban. That would be an interesting interview to hear him talk about Henry Ruggs in that situation, if they even reached out to Saban or not. Um, that would be interesting just to hear his perspective on it. Um, just because the the reason why I say that is because Nick Saban and Alabama ran such a tight ship. Um, and he's one of, he's the greatest college football head coach ever. So he ran a tight ship and the way he ran his program was don't do any stupid shit. Like this would be something where don't do any stupid shit. Um, so I'd be interested to see what he had, uh, what he would have to say, um, regarding this situation. Um, so rest in peace to that young woman, um, and the dog, like rest in peace to the dog too. And Henry Ruggs, man, you done fucked up and you know it, he knows it. And he'll sit in that jail cell for the amount of years that he's in there. And he'll realize that he knows that he fucked up, um, and I know damn sure when he gets out, he is not doing shit like this again. Um, I can guarantee you. But that just sh- goes to show you, like, even something as simple as a DUI can fuck up your whole life. If you don't believe it, and you get into a car and you're heavily intoxicated, like he was. He was like three times over the legal limit in Las Vegas. Um that just goes to show you, like that can that, how much that can fuck your life up. So anybody always DD, always call an Uber, always you you guys know what I'm gonna say. Be safe when you go out and drink, especially if you're of the legal. If you're not the legal age to drink, you should not be going out and drinking publicly because if you get caught, then you're on top of just the DUI. You're getting slammed with a fucking underage drinking. Then you're absolutely fucked. Like you know. You, I don't mind people underage drinking. I was around underage drinking when I was 18, 19. I didn't do it, but I was around it. I wasn't going to sit there and snitch on people and say, oh, this one. 
Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, you know, have a good time. You're 18, 19, you know, 17, 18, 16, whatever. In high school, you do it and whatever. But don't go out and fucking drive afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Because that, boom, it's, you're done. Whether you're dead or your whole life is fucked because you made one stupid ass mistake. Just think about that for, um, for future reference. So, um, Henry Ruggs, buddy, you done fucked up. Um, thank God I don't have you in fantasy, though, if we're going to look at this out of serious context. But um, the Atlanta Braves, I'll move off of the NFL. Outside of all the injuries and stuff, you guys can look that up. But uh, Derek Henry, like I said earlier, damn. Damn. He's on, my fan- he's on both my fantasy teams. Damn. I hope he gets better soon. Um, but moving on to... The World Series that just ended, I believe, when did when was that? The other night? I think it was Wednesday night or Tuesday night, maybe. Um, whenever it was. I don't, they're not either of my teams. Fuck the Astros, though, the fucking cheaters. Um, which I was glad. This is the only time that I was glad that an NL East opponent, the only two times I was happy an NL East opponent won the World Series it was in 2019. When the Braves, or, in the, or excuse me, when the Nationals beat the Astros, and then this year when the Braves beat the Astros, perfectly happy with that, perfectly fine with that. Fuck the Astros, they're cheaters. I'll never like them. I ne- I didn't even like them when they won the World Series. I wanted the Dodgers to win, so like fuck them. Um, so yeah, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. Congratulations to them. I have to give the congratulations to them because listen. Nobody gave them even an inch of a shot of winning this thing, including myself. I thought it was going to be the Giants and the Red Sox in the World Series. And then when the Giants got eliminated by the Dodgers, I thought it was going to be, um, what was it, Dodgers-Red Sox. But, you know, out of all the teams that were left, the final four teams, I wanted the Dodgers to win, to go back-to-back. Um, I like Moogie Betts. I like Clayton Kershaw. I like some of the some of my more favorite players in the MLB are on the Dodgers. But um, congratulations to the Braves. They worked their asses off. They won it in six um, in Houston. I wanted them to win it in front of their home crowd because you know they were chanting "cheaters, cheaters" all night um, and doing the tomahawk chop and all that type of stuff. Like that was kind of cool. Um, but Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. Um, they deserved it. They they worked their asses off. They they made some clutch. Those two home runs though in in Game Six were oh my god they're absolute moonshots. The first home run it was a three run homer. Dude hit it out of the ballpark, and that's kind of hard to do at Minute Maid Park. Like those walls in in um in left field are like ginormous. So it's kind of hard to um. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> or excuse me, right field. So, yeah, congratulations to the Braves. I don't I'm not like high on that, so I'm like, "All right, fuck them." You know, we got to face you next every year, but it's whatever. Um, NBA, I'll touch on the NBA for a second. Um, Sixers are playing well. Um, they're number 1 in the East, I think right now. At 7 and 2. And um Below that is I don't care because the Sixers are still number one without Ben Simmons, which 
it's kind of shocking seeing that you know we were the one seed with Ben last year, and this is a younger team and a not as talented team, but as last year. But George Niang, dude, can hit threes like nobody's business, and he's our you know Seth Curry. Seth Curry could be the Seth Curry. I think is the leading front runner for MVP right now. I'm no bullshit. No, I'm kidding. But, like, seriously, he's playing at an MVP level right now. Dude's averaging, like, 23. He's shooting, like, 45, 46% from three, 46, almost 50% from the field. He's playing the best basketball I've ever seen Seth Curry play in his entire career. So, thank God. I still don't know how the Mavericks traded Josh Richardson for fucking Seth Curry. I think that's still hilarious. But um, go Sixers, man. Ring the frickin' bell. Ring the frickin' bell, both Phillies and and Sixers. Ring the bell, man, because they're playing really good basketball right now. Granted, their schedules a little bit easy have been a little bit easy, but they're still playing good basketball from what I can see. Um, their only two losses are against the Knicks and the Nets, and those are two playoff teams that are top five in the East. So, um, I'm gonna hop off of sports. There wasn't a lot of sports talk outside of the Henry Ruggs case that I wanted to get to uh, this week. Um, I'm going to go to last week and was rolling loud, like I mentioned. Um, anybody see the J. Cole performance? This dude was out there in sweatpants and a jacket, and he was getting drenched. But he put on a hell... I just watched the set uh, last night because I was curious to see uh, when I got home from... Yesterday when I got home from work. Because I'm like, everybody was hyping it up. I didn't get to see it, and I didn't get time all week to see to sit down and watch it. So um, I watched the whole, it was like a 25-minute set, half-hour set. Shit was fire, man. J. Cole is one of the best to do it live. Um, I want to see him live. I've seen Drake live. Uh, I saw him back in 2018 with the with the Migos when he toured with the Migos. Um and, you know, my goal is to see that the big three of the 2010s, like Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. And hopefully, you know, with Kendrick's new album coming out soon, hopefully, I can go see him. And then Cole, when he puts his next album out, I'll probably go see him. It was just the way the schedule was. I couldn't go. It was a Wednesday night in Philly that I could have gone and seen him. But it, it was just, it was a lot of moving parts. So, hands down. Shout out to Cole. That was an awesome ass performance. Um, and outside of Jay Cole, and oh, Playboy Cardi brought out uh, Lil Uzi Vert, and apparently, so I'm gonna assume that beef is squashed. Um, for those of you who don't know, for like two, three years, Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert have been beefing low key on on the low. Um, going back and forth at each other, like, you know, mimicking each other. Last year they did it. Um, Playboy Cardi put out a song called The At Symbol, then meh, like literally M-E-H. And then he was like, I'm like, what the fuck is this dude on? So he used his little baby voice. I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? I don't know what he's saying. Um, and then Lil Uzi Vert, like a month later, put out a song. I'm like, what the fuck is that? This is horrible. It was, it was dog shit. I mean, like, it was horrible. Um, so, Jesus, those, those two songs are fucking terrible. But, um, 
anyway, they he Cardi brought him out. They did um, Shooter, which is probably my favorite collab of theirs, um, off of Dilit that came out in 2018, and the crowd was going kind of nuts. Cardi for some reason had all the fucking lights out. I was like, what is this with a strobe light? But it was kind of cool. Um, and it made me smile because I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like, now we could probably get a Lil Uzi and a Playboy Cardi collab, just a song collab, and then maybe a collab album, which we've been waiting for since 2016, 2017. Um, so, shout out to Cardi, shout out to Uzi, shout out to J. Cole. Um, and I also wanted to touch on Rolling Loud, just as the festival itself. And I'm going to make a statement that I think a lot of people would agree with me. A lot of hip-hop fans would agree with me. Um, Tentacion passed away in June of 2018. His last Rolling Loud performance, if I'm not mistaken, or last big Rolling Loud performance was in 20... I forget when it was in 2017 or maybe 2018 early on before he died. Um... Where it's that video of him and he's doing Take a Step Back with Ski Mask, the Slum God, and it's, he's fucked up, fucked up, fucked up, and the whole crowd's just fucked up, fucked up, like screaming, going absolutely ape shit. And this dude's crowd control was insane, like not just in that set, and I've watched, I watch that set all the time just to, just to feel like some nostalgia from like when I was younger and listening to the music that I listened to back then and it's my music cha- taste has changed and it's been a little more mature that my pa- musical palette has changed um so i don't listen to as much hip-hop as i used to and especially a lot of trap i used to listen to a lot of trap hip-hop like future and little little baby gonna and i don't listen to that as much anymore um but it showed me that Rolling Loud is never going to be that again. It was that in its moment from like 20, what was it, 2017, 2016, 17, 18. Past 2018, the last three years, I mean, last year, granted, was the pandemic, so that's a pass, but 2019 even. Like, yeah, Juice World was Juice World, but Juice World didn't have that fucking crowd control. Like he was, the the ex was that dude for about a year. And I've said this to, you know, in private, like off mic to my brother and my cousins and a couple of my friends, Drake is lucky them motherfuckers are dead, especially X, because X was going to take what, to take it and run with it because X had the kids. That's the thing. Drake for a long time had the kids. Drake had my generation of kids, and then my brother's generation of kids was a couple years younger, but they're different, like the the age demographic is a little, it's still, they were younger than we were, so they were still the kids. They could, they could get away with like, all right, we're grabbing the kids. So X had the fucking, he had the industry by the fucking balls in his, in his prime so to speak like he didn't even hit his prime yet but he was entering his prime at such a a 20 he had that fucking festival by the fucking balls and 
you know, after that, it's like the festival just lost its juice. It lost its, it lost its luster. And he was the king of Rolling Loud. He will forever be the king of Rolling Loud. I'm never, we're never going to see anything like that again at that festival. Again. Don't give me Drake. Don't give me Travis Scott. Like Travis Scott's, I saw his set at Rolling Loud. It was, it was fucking dope. But nothing like that. Where you get the whole fucking place jumping. Even Travis now is like, I go back and watch the Astroworld tour from 2018. His crowds aren't the same. And I don't know if it's just because it's a general crowd. And then if you go to a Travis, I know I've seen Travis con- like shows, even the Astroworld Festival last night, it shit was bumping. I watched some of it on Apple Music. It was bumping. But nothing like that. Just that 30-second snippet of X just going absolutely apeshit at Rolling Loud. That's never going to happen again. That's like, that's like Queen at Live Aid crowd control. That's what he did. That's what he was doing. That's the hip hop version of that, or the hip hop version, or the the. the if if any, anybody's ever seen the clip of Jay Z and Kanye West, Jay Z was performing at a festival. I can't remember which. Maybe it was the Isle of Wight festival in like twenty ten or like two thousand nine around that, um, around that time. It was like right after the Blueprint three came out, which was two thousand nine. And Run This Town, Jay-Z was playing Run This Town. And when Kanye's verse comes up, Kanye comes out and the place goes absolutely bananas. His start starts his verse and Jay puts up the, the Rockefeller sign and they're bounce, bounce, bounce. It was nuts. But I've never seen anything like X controlling a crowd at Rolling Loud like that. Um, we're never going to see that again, ever. Never, ever, ever again. Um, rest in peace to him. That shit, it's never going to be the same. Um, so from one festival, one hip hop festival to another hip hop festival, the Astroworld Festival, Travis Scott's, uh, festival. I'm looking, this was this morning, eight, uh, people are dead. Um, eight people are dead. Um, hundreds injured or hurt um i heard that um the uh the shows on saturday are canceled um i'm just looking at it now for live um updates but still it was eight dead um i heard maybe that it went up to 11 but um oh bad bunny was there i didn't even know that um people were getting trampled um entering the festival, during the festival. My whole thing on this, my cousin and my brother were talking about this in our group chat this morning. Um, And my brother was on the side of, oh, it's the festival's fault. I'm like, well, yeah, it's partly the festival's fault. Um, You could have spread it out a little bit more and maybe, you know, limited the amount of people that could go, but it's general admission. It's a festival. All festivals are general admission mainly. Um, not mainly just, they are their general admission. Then there's different sections. You get a VIP section, you get a semi VIP section where you're a little bit closer, but you're not in like the pit area of the, uh, you're not in the pit area of the, uh, the festival or of the show, depending on the stage you're at. Um, this has happened. This happened at Woodstock. 
This happened at the Isle of Wight Festival in the 60s. This happened at Woodstock. This happened at any festival. This has happened at OzFest, which is Ozzy Osbourne's festival. It's, I don't think it's happened at the Dreamfold Fest yet, but it's happened at Coachella. It's happened at Firefly. It's happened at all major um, all major festivals throughout the world in the history of music. It's happened. Live Aid. Woodstock, go back and, and people are shocked by this. Go back and watch Woodstock 99. Go watch the Limp Biscuit set. Go watch the DMX set. Go watch the Metallica set. There's people getting trampled. There's people getting fucking... People were raped. People were... It was worse, if anything. Like, yes, people are dead, and that's tragic. And rest in peace to those eight people. And I'm praying for all the hundreds that were injured last night. But to act like this has never happened before is just ridiculous. Because this has happened in damn near every festival in the history of music. Um, I forget which festival it was in California back in like the late, it was during the 19, late 1960s, early 1970s. And the Rolling Stones had, they had a set. They were closing a set on, I forget which festival it was. It was somewhere out in California. And the Rolling Stones hired Hell's Angels, which is a, was a popular and kind of semi-popular now, but biker gang back then as security. Well, they, they done fucked up because they had Hell's Angels as their security for the show. And Hell's Angels beat the living shit out of the people that were getting a little too close to the stage. And Mick Jagger's like, yeah, what the fuck y'all doing? Back up. Don't stop, stop beating the shit out of the fans and this, that, and the other. And then they had to leave. Um, Metallica in Moscow in 1989. I think it was 1989. I could be wrong on the year. But it was anywhere. It was in Moscow in Russia. Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Guns N' Roses opened for Metallica, and same shit. People were getting trampled, people were getting stepped on during the Guns N' Roses show. And Metallica didn't even get to perform. They were like, nope, we're coming back, we'll come back soon. They came back in Moscow in 91, it was 89, so they came back in 91, they played a show, it was just them, wasn't anybody else, and boom, it was, okay, so this has happened before. This has happened before. It's, it's going to continue to happen because people don't know how to fucking control themselves. And I was on the side of my cousin who was saying, no, it's the people's fault. Like, you know, it's an assumption of risk. It's like when you go to Six Flags and you fall off a ride. Yes, it's partly the, ride's, the ride people's fault, but you go there because it's an assumption of risk. It's when you go skydiving or when you go bungee jumping. It's an all an assumption of risk. You go there and you know you could possibly get hurt. You could die. You could di Even when you play sports, it's an assumption of risk. If you play football, you're going to probably have some brain damage by the end of your career, depending on what level you play on. Pro, college, high school, you know, uh, middle, like in middle school, like, um, like a rec league or a travel league, like you, you know that you're... You're bashing into people. You know you're going to get hurt. You know you're going to get injured and you're going to break, maybe break things and maybe have injuries that put you out for a significant amount of time. And that's not just football. I'm just using football because it's the most violent sport that we have. Um, it's an assumption of risk. So you know going to a festival that you might get run over. You might get pushed. You might get bumped. There's going to be mosh pits. There's going to be, especially at a Travis Scott show. Have you seen, like, do, do, first off, do you listen to the type of music that he plays? 
Have you seen the live performances? Like my thing is do your homework before you go to a festival. Do your homework on the festival. See how many, like, is it going to be, Who look who's performing. Look at what stage they're performing at. Like, you have to, you have to know that shit's not going to go the way that you want it to go because it's your show. Because it's a festival that you're going to. If you don't feel comfortable getting pushed around and being in a mosh pit, don't go. Or if you go, just stay in the back. Stay on to the side. Go to the side. The middle is where all the action is, where all the mosh pits are and all that type of stuff. Just stay to the side then. So rest in peace to those eight people. They should not have have to go to a concert and then die. Same thing with those people injured. Not go to a concert and get injured. But I'm not going to blame the festival solely on itself. I have to blame the people that are... Listen, and it's the drugs too. Like that's the, You can't tell me that sober people are doing that shit. Drinking is one thing. Doing drugs, like guaranteed there's LSD in there. Guaranteed there's ecstasy in there. Guaranteed there's lean in in that realm. Guaranteed that all that shit is there. And you gotta, like, come on. It's 2021. Like, we saw what happened to Mac Miller. We saw what, excuse me, what happened to Juice World. What happened to Lil Wayne. What happened to uh, Chance. The rapper saw what happened to Future and Russ and all these rappers that have taken lean and drugs and all Eminem and seen what it's done to their lives. And now Lil Baby saying, oh, I got a problem with lean and I got a problem with this, that and the other. I got an addiction. I'm, th- I'm like, whoa, like Lil Baby, the street dude, the street dude talking about street shit. He's on, he, he's got, he's addicted to lean. He's addicted, he's addicted to perks. And now it's influencing these kids. And look what they're do- look what they're fucking doing. These aren't like adults doing this shit. These are kids. These are college kids, t- most of them teenagers. And they're doing they're they're sipping on lean, they're taking perks, they're taking ecstasy, LSD, all these types of fucking drugs that just make them rage and shit. And I'm like why go to a show just to take LSD or ecstasy or perks or do that at your fucking house and watch it on your phone? Why are you going to, my thing is I've always, I've never understood that to take drugs at a, at a show. Why take drugs at a show? Why are you even there? Why, why are you even there? When I go to a concert, I'm there to watch the performer. When I went to go see Drake, I went to see fucking Drake to perform, to, to see the visuals and the, and the effects and him jumping around on stage and getting the crowd all hyped up. When I go, I've seen Metallica three to four times in my life. When I go to see, three times, when I go to see Metallica, I'm going to see them perform. I don't need to take fucking, dr- I don't need to go take fucking speed or smoke before, and I don't smoke, but like even if I did, I don't need to go fucking smoke before I go see Metallica. I don't need to get fucking hammered in the parking lot. You know, I'm not, you know, sucking down like a a twelve like a twelve pack or a or a thirty pack just to go see fucking Metallica. No, I'm there to see the performer. I'm not there to get fucking hammered and then go see them because I'm not gonna remember it. I paid fucking money for that shit. Like some people, like those Astro World. Festival tickets were probably at least a hundred bucks a piece. 
maybe $75 a piece for, for uh, like maybe two dollars $300 for a three-day pass. And then each day was probably maybe like $75 a piece, maybe $100 a piece. Who knows? I, I didn't know the ticket prices. But um, you're sitting there wasting your money to do what? Take fucking drugs? Go home and do that. Stay home and let the people that actually want to go to see the music and have a good time, let them go. That's the problem I have with this fucking generation. And that's the problem I've had with every generation that goes. Like, I don't know, man. And, and it's shit like this that happens. Shit like this happens. People die. People get hurt. And then they want to blame the festival. But no, they don't want to put the onus on them, on themselves. Maybe I have a fucking problem. Maybe I have a drug problem or an alcohol problem. But they don't want to say that. So our, rest in peace to those eight. That those eight people. I heard one, there was like a 10-year-old in the crowd, like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, so we're going to get off some sad shit. Um, <laughs> Kanye West, um, well, now he's not Kanye West anymore. He's yay. He changed his name like a week and a half ago. He's yay. Um, I'm still going to refer to him as Kanye West, but yay, or Kanye West, um, was on Drink Champs Thursday night. I listened to the, I didn't watch the interview. I listened to it while I was playing video games yesterday. Um, I listened to the podcast version of it. Um, that was probably the most entertaining two hours I've I listened to in a while. Um, and he was spot on about a lot of shit. I watched the Joe, I went, before I listened to the Drink Champs episode with Kanye, I listened to the Joe Rogan, excuse me, the Joe Rogan podcast episode with Kanye. And I wanted to see what the comparison was. Um, how he was then versus how he is now. Um, Kanye made a lot more sense now. He was a lot more lucid in terms of his thinking. It wasn't as erratic. It wasn't as spontaneous. It was very straightforward. And he was making a lot of good points. He talked about... Um, Drake and that whole thing. He talked about his influences towards the end. Like they put you, they always play a game, this, this person or this person. So it was like LL or Ice Cube or such and such and this person, like Outcast versus UGK, like stuff like that. Um, but most of it was about Drake um, himself, fashion, um, a lot of fashion talk, a uh, lot of, lot of billionaire talk. Um, him saying that, you know, they put he put like Jay Z, Kim, Kardashian, Travis Scott, Drake. Um, I forget who Kid Cudi I think was in the in the group chat as well. Put them all in a group chat and said I'm worth more than y'all combined, which I think is kind of true. He's worth like nine billion dollars, so he's the richest black man in the world. Um, so I mean. And people were like, oh, saying like, oh, he, he said signing Big Sean was a mistake. What I heard from that was, I think he knew there could be, it could be two things. One, I think it's the obvious that maybe he just, Big Sean is like taking shots of good music now, which is Kanye's label. And he's, you know, just being petty back and saying, nah, it was a, my biggest mistake in my career was signing your ass to good music. Or... It could be the reason that I don't think it is, and my just my brain just goes there, um, and says um, that he knew Sean was a talent, 
and he could have done it on his own, like Wale did most of the you know most of the time. Um, but in terms of Drake, he was talking about Drake and you know CLB, and uh, he announced the Donda. There's a Donda bonus album or a Donda Deluxe that's coming soon, um, which hopefully have that Andre three thousand Life of the Party verse on there. Un uh, explicit, not un you know, not clean. I need that. I need that shit explicit, or I'm not gonna fucking listen to it. But people are gonna listen to it anyway. Um, he um, in terms of Drake, he talked about when they when they were beefing, like this whole time they've been beefing. Drake or Kanye's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not gonna go at this dude, and Drake's not the type of guy to go at you. And he compared like that situation to like when we were going after Hitler during World War II. We didn't go after Hitler. We did other shit. We set up fake tanks. We guerrilla tactics. All this type of different shit. And then eventually, it came down on him. You know, eventually we won the war and all that type of stuff. He's like Drake's the same way. He's not gonna come right at you. He's gonna DM all your all your bitches. Connie's like. He gonna DM all your bitches in. This is my b- terrible Kanye impression. He gonna DM all your bitches, all your all your friends, all your all your boys bitches, all their bitches bitches. And I'm like, whoa, 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 he's right though. Drake's gonna Drake's gonna DM your girl. He's gonna DM your your, your girl's friends, their friends, your boys girls, their friend. Like he's gonna do your family, girls in your family, women in your family. He's going to do that. He's going to play with your mind because Drake could easily go boom, 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 just on a diss track, set you up, bam, 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 and just wipe your ass clean. He could do that. Take your head off. He could do that. He could be like Eminem, but he's not. He's more cerebral like that. He's very smart. Drake is very calculated. He's a fucking Scorpio. He knows what he's doing. He's very petty. Drake, the, Drake is a petty petty ass Scorpio. Um, but it made sense. Like most of the shit he said made sense. Um, I thought it was a good interview. I think Nori did a great job. Drink Champs is an awesome podcast to begin with, but I think they did a great job. This is going to be their big, like Nori said in the beginning, this is going to be our biggest episode ever. This is going to be their biggest episode ever. The second biggest episode I can think of is the DMX one. Um, only because it came to light when he passed away earlier this year. Um, so, yeah, go listen to that if you are a Kanye West fan. If you are a Kanye West fan, you probably listened to it when it dropped. Um, I, event, uh, unfortunately, had to go to sleep because I was tired, and I listened to it the next day. But still, it was worth um, listening to. And shout-out to Drink Champs, shout-out to Kanye, um, or to Ye. Um, and, yeah. So I'm going to get into new music. I haven't done new music. Well, I did it last week, but there wasn't a lot of stuff that dropped other than Wally's album. Um, but a lot of stuff did. A lot of stuff did. Summer Walker's album is finally here, ladies and gentlemen. I still haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to listen to it right after this um, because I want to get in my R&B bag. Oh, my God. I'm looking at some of these features. Oh, my God. Um, Ari Lennox, Pharrell and the Neptunes, Lil Durk, SZA. Oh, my God. SZA. City Girls. Oh my God. 
Oof. And some solo shit, too. Oh, Amarion. Oh, my God. I can't wait to listen to this album. Um, Amine put out 2.5, which is a... Um, a um, What's it called? A part two, I would say, of his album 1.5, which came out in 2018. Um, so I'm curious to see how that sounds. Um, I liked 1.5. That was uh, Reel It In. Reel It In. I get the bang. You know, that... I can forget the words, but like that's that's how the song goes. But anyway, um, and Travis Scott dropped Escape Plan, two songs, Escape Plan and Mafia. Um, Mafia, the first time I listened to it, I'm like, wait a minute, is that J. Cole in the in the in the background, in the vocal hitting the vocals? And I was like, fuck, that's J. Cole. Shit's fire. Mafia's fire. Escape Plan is fire. Those two songs making me making me really excited for Utopia. Uh, which I think is going to come at, in December. If I'm going to, maybe it'll come in January, February of next year. But I think it's going to come at the end of this year. He's going to end this year off with a bang. Um, Post Malone on the weekend had a single. One right now, fire, absolute bop, radio hit. Post Malone. It's I'm assuming it's a it's a collaboration between them because it's listed as Post Malone and the weekend. So. It could be on a new Post Malone album. It could be on the Weekend album, The Dawn. The Dawn is coming. Um, and then Silk Sonic dropped a new single, their third single, um, for their album that comes out next week, um, An Evening with Sil- Silk Sonic, Smoking Out the Window. Listen, I'm going to say this about this album, and I'm going to have a nice review of this album next week. Um, this album, to me is going to be the best sounding album all year. And here's why I say that. You have two perfectionists. Anderson Pack in the hip-hop R&B realm, and then Bruno Mars in the pop and R&B realm. Two perfectionists at their craft. Bruno Mars especially. The dude's dropped... I looked at the numbers the other day. The dude has dropped three albums in his entire career. 2010, 2013... Or 2012 and then 2016. They're all masterpieces. They're all classics in terms of pop. They're all classic albums. And I don't know, his Duops and Hooligans, which is his first album, is like 14 times platinum or some shit. It's ridiculous. He is a perfectionist. He is the modern day. I know people say Chris Brown, but in terms of perfection of an album, and music, Bruno Mars is the modern-day Michael Jackson in that realm. In terms of a performance standpoint, he's a modern-day James Brown. Chris Brown, is performance-wise, is the modern-day um, Michael Jackson. Like, the moves, the cadences, the way he moves on stage, it's, it's all Mike. Where Bruno is Mike in the studio... And he's James Brown on stage. He is the greatest male performer we have today in music. I can say that with great confidence. Don't give me Travis Scott. Don't give me The Weeknd. Don't give me Chris Brown. Don't give me Usher. No. Bruno Mars is the best male performer we have. To, don't give me Drake. Kanye, maybe, because of his visuals. But in terms of a putting on a performance, nobody tops Bruno. And I can say that with great confidence. 
this album next week is going to be album of the year, probably for me, in terms of just all of music, album of the year, total in music. And I can't wait for this fucking album. When that collab came out in March of this year, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, not only are we getting a new Anderson Pack project, but we're getting a new Bruno Mars project, and they're on the same fucking album. I'm super excited for that. Leave the Door Open is one of my favorite songs of this year. I don't care how many times I hear it at work. I work at a Wawa, and that shit gets played like at least once every time I work, maybe twice. Excuse me, twice. I don't care. It's my most listened to song this year on Apple Music. And I think on Spotify, too. I don't care. It's my favorite song this year. It's my favorite song in a while. It's one of the best pop songs that have come out in, like, five years. It's like, we treat that song as, like, levitating with Dua Lipa last year. It's one of the best songs that's come out in pop songs that's come out in a while. Which is sad, because pop music used to be, like, off the... Boom, 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 boom. And I think Adele drops next week, too, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see real quick. Yeah, so I think Adele drops next week too. 30, her album. 30. 30. I'm going to look at the uh, her discography here. Um, yeah, but back to Silk Sonic. November 19th, so it's the week after. We're really getting Silk Sonic, like Bruno Mars, essentially, and Adele. What in the 2011, 2010, 2011 the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Jesus, man. And that easy on me. Like, ooh. Take it easy on me. I was like, oh my God. She's fucking killing it, man. Adele was like going crazy. And that's not one of her better, that's the thing. That's not one of her better singles. Because, you know, she's had like Rolling in the Deep and... Uh, someone like you, and I'm like, oh my god, those are some. I'm gonna go listen to fucking Adele now. I don't care. That's another thing. Like, I had a discussion with uh, my brother and my cousin the one day, um, and I'll have them on the pod eventually, and we'll talk about this. But I'll end with this um, my, to my male listeners out there: just because you listen to female music, female artists, doesn't mean that you're any less of a man. Like, I will, you know. I'll admit it. I go walk around, like I'll walk around uh, my house um, while I'm driving. When I drove to DC, I think I ran through "Red" by Taylor Swift and "1989" by Taylor Swift on my way there. I listened to those albums back to back, "Red" first and then "1989." So it's not a crime to like Taylor Swift. Um, the girls got fucking slaps, absolute slaps. Um, I went to a freaking Taylor Swift uh, night in Atlantic City like three weeks ago, a month ago, with, um, shout out my boy Tristan again, my boy Mo, um, and then uh, shout out to the girls, Allison, Jill, and I for, I, I'm so sorry, I forget the other girl's name. Uh, I think Olivia was her name. Um, but it was a fun, f I had a fucking blast, like that shit was nuts. Um, I knew damn near every song, which I was kind of surprised. That. I'm like, damn, I knew that much Taylor Swift. 
I mean, most of it was hits and a couple of deep cuts, but I was like, shit. But my whole point is, like, I'm going to go listen to that Summer Walker album. And, like, even last year with all, like, Janae, um, Janae putting an album out and Kaylani especially, because she talked about pussy, her whole fucking everything. The song Water on there is just all about pussy. And I'm like, I'm sitting there singing it and feeling I'm like, bro, it's about pussy, but I don't care so fucking what jasmine sullivan put out a ep like f- literally the first week of this year it's called hotels i'm not no fucking hoe but like listen i was getting into my shit it's, my whole point is go listen to what you want to listen to people were saying that about the little nas x album i want a boy that i want to cuddle with i was like okay we're doing this but you know that shit th- that shit slaps the shit slaps um if it's good music, it's good music is my is my only thing. I don't care about an artist's sexual orientation, their gender. If music is good, I'm going to listen to it. I bump Mariah Carey all the time. I bump Mary J. Blige, Brandy, Monica, all that 90s, Aaliyah, all that 90s, early 2000s R&B. That is my shit. And I bump, especially the female artists. That shit is bumping. Listen to whatever you want to listen to is what I'm trying to say. Listen to whoever you want to listen to. Don't have any shame. Music is universal and music is very subjective and it's it's universal. This is my whole big point. It's universal. It's for everybody. And it's made, artists make their music, yes, yeah, specifically for one demographic maybe, but it's meant to be enjoyed by all demographics of any age, sexual orientation, gender, race, doesn't matter. Listen to what you want to listen to. Go bump. If you're a dude, I don't care if you're jacked up. I know jacked up dudes that go to my gym and the one day I was, I just went around, there was like five of them in the gym. I was curious to be like, you know, I was in the middle of my set and I was like, yo, or like taking a break during the middle of my set and everybody was like on their phones. So I just went around. I was like, yo, do you mind what I ask you? Do you mind I ask you what you're listening to? Yeah. Some of them were listening to Metallica. Some of them were listening to Lil Baby, Drake, whatever. And then this one dude was like, I'm like looking. He's listening to. Uh, he's listening to. He was listening to Adele. He was listening to. I think it was uh, 21 or 23, whatever that album is. Somewhere in her 20s, 25. The one that just before 30, the 25, the one that came out in 2015. I was like, bro, who hurt you? First of all, he's like, he's like, nah, nobody hurt me. It's just like this sad, somber music just gets me going. I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm like, I respect the shit out of that. But you wouldn't expect that. And he was jacked up. He, was like, he looked like the fucking rock. He was huge. And I'm like, I never would have expected. I'm thinking this dude's listening to like Pantera or like fucking Slayer or Tech 9 or like some dubstep or like fucking. Like he's like injecting pre-workout in his veins type of music. Like the rock. It's about drive. It's about power. Or I'd flip that around. It's about power. It's about drive. We, what was it? Uh... <laughs> Put in the work, put in the hours. I was like, what's my motherfucking name? Rock. I was like thinking this dude's listening to that. Um, but listen to what you want to listen to, man. Um, I got nothing else for you today. It's 1230 on a Saturday. I'm going to go watch some college football. I'm going to listen to some R&B. Um, I'm going to have a, go into a friend's bonfire later. I'm going to have a great ass Saturday. I hope you guys have a great ass weekend. Have a great ass rest of your weekend and into next week. Hopefully have a great week. 
Um, next week is Veterans Day, so I'll shout out all the veterans um, and all their families and everybody in the service. I'll do that next week. Um, I have to write that down so I don't forget it. Um, but shout out, I'll, I'll do it this week and I'll do it next week. Shout out to all the veterans. Shout out to all the men and women in service right now. I have someone, I have a friend of mine who's in the service right now. She's in the Air Force getting in her training right now. So shout out Julia. Um, I'm proud of you. Um, keep doing your thing. Um, and I can't wait for you to come home. Um, but shout out everybody in the military right now doing their thing and all the veterans that have sacrificed their lives for this country. Um, you guys are truly appreciated, even if it even if like the media and people in the in the country don't appreciate you, I appreciate you. This podcast is going to appreciate you for as long as I'm doing this podcast. This whole this whole podcast, myself included, is going to support you every step of the way. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm going to be hitting ten episodes next week, guys. Ten, we made it to ten. I'm so excited. So hopefully. Um, I can get a video aspect of this podcast going soon. I want to get that done. Uh, hopefully maybe by Christmas, uh, maybe a little earlier than that. Um, maybe if I can get a nice cheap, uh, a nice camera on Black Friday, I'm going to look for deals, um, and get something set up where I can, you know, have a video, have, have a visual. Um, and you can see me. And if you can't, if you're not, if you're not one for audio and you're more a visual person, you can prop it up. I'm gonna have it on YouTube. You can put it on YouTube, and boom, there's Adam right there up on the up on the screen. Um, probably in sweatpants and hoodies and pajama. I'm sitting in my pajamas and a crew neck sweater right, sweat and a sweatshirt right now. You can see me <laughs> and my glasses. You can see me right there. Um, so hopefully I'm gonna have that soon. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I can't believe I'm gonna be making it to ten episodes next week. Um, I want to appreciate. Uh, shout out to all of my listeners, um, my first day listeners, new listeners. You know, even if I'm new, new, I'm only nine episodes in, but this is this has been so much fun. It's a highlight in my week. I'm excited to do it every week. And like I said, if you want to come on the podcast, feel free to text me if you have my number. Um, DM me on my Instagram. Um, DM the podcast. Comment on any of the podcast posts. Hey, I want to be on the podcast. How do I become on the podcast? Let me know. I can do it in person. I can zoom you in. Um, that's how I did it with Felix a couple uh, episode, two episodes ago. I zoomed him in. It was just me and him, and we talked, and it was an awesome vibe. So, um, and if you haven't listened to that episode, go check that out. That's episode seven um, of the Four Sixteen Podcast. So, thank you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna go relax now, um, and I want you guys to do the same. Take care of yourselves. It's Men's uh, Health Awareness Month for all my men out there, for all my boys out there. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your mental. Take care of your bodies. Um, take care of yourselves. Um, women too, but I'm I'm only you know because it's Men's Health Month. But take care of your mentals. Take care of your bodies. You know, mental health is important, especially for men, because we don't get taught as 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 younger boys to to express your feelings and to express what's going on inside your brain and inside your body like you know express that go talk to somebody go talk to a friend a family member a significant other a, a professional a therapist a psychiatrist a doctor somebody go talk to somebody a teacher somebody i'm going to be a teacher i'm going to encourage my students eventually to, to talk to me if they have an issue you know that's going personal with them if they if they need some help 
Um, but you know, my boys out there, it's, it's, it's rough out there. Um, as a, as a guy, it, it, it fucking sucks because we have to, uh, um, we have to kind of suppress our, we've been taught to suppress our feelings. So don't ever feel, you know, reach out to me, hell, reach out to me. And if you want to come on this pot, on this platform, on this podcast and, and talk about men's mental health, by all means, do it. Like by all means, do it, you know? Um, but I hope you guys have a great week, a great rest of your weekend. I will see you guys next week for my 10th episode and I will talk to you guys soon. I love you. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your mental. It's getting colder outside. Daylight savings is coming. It's going to get darker a lot quicker and it's going to be darker a lot longer. I mean, seasonal depression is kicking in. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your mentals. God bless you. I love you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Deuces.